On today's episode of Let's Talk Drones, the podcast, we'll be joined by Yuval Caspi of Skywatch. Skywatch is an aviation insurance company specializing in drones and working with drone pilots. Skywatch is creating innovative, easy-to-use tools for drone pilots to fly safely, manage their flights seamlessly, and make sure their flights are insured at a reasonable price. What's up? It's Chris, the Drone Geek, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Drones. Today is a podcast edition, and I am so happy to be joined by Yuval Caspi from Skywatch.ai. Yuval, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited to be speaking here with you today. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to have you guys. And I was really excited because you were one of the first, you know, recognizable names in the drone community that actually followed me on social media back. <laughs> and I was, I was super stoked because I thought, oh, I use these guys for my commercial work. So, uh, you know, it, it's really cool to have you here. And I think that you're going to bring a really unique perspective in terms of conversations within the drone industry, because you talk a lot about regulations. You talk a lot about how to fly, the methods for editing your footage, or using the software that you use to accomplish your mission with your drone. But the one thing that isn't really talked about in great detail is drone insurance. And I think it's lost on some people how important that is, especially for a commercial pilot. Absolutely. And I think uh, I'm actually glad that you mentioned, you know, following each other on social media, because I think sometimes it's like not the most traditional thought to have your insurance company follow you on social media or to interact with your insurance company of all things, you know. But for us, it's, it is very important to actually you know, on one hand, we are an insurance company, but on the other hand, we want to work closely with drone pilots so that we can make sure that we're fitting exactly what they need in the commercial industry. And we don't want to just be you know, an insurance company in, as a back thought. We really want to be invested in our pilots so that we're there to help make sure that commercial operations can take place uh, safely and insured, of course. So we're always happy to interact on social media and engage and, and you know, we're happy to follow each other. So, um, just a little note on that. And definitely, I think that um, we're gonna have a great conversation. So I'm happy to answer any questions that you know you feel are important or talk about any, any important details about insurance. Absolutely. So my, I guess before we jump into all of the conversation we need to have about Skywatch, I wanna get to know you a little bit better. Can you tell us, you know, how long have you been with Skywatch? What do you do there? And you know, how, what, do you, what role do you play rather in helping the company accomplish their goals? Yeah, absolutely. So I have been working at Skywatch since uh, January of 2019. Um, and basically, um, when I started working, um, we really had um, the product, you know, obviously it was developed and we were selling drone insurance, but it wasn't fully established the way that it is today in terms of features and development and tech capabilities. Um, we were offering basically on-demand coverage through an app. So you could buy, uh, you know, a on-demand hourly or monthly policy through your phone. Um, and that was pretty much it. And since I started working there very quickly, there was, um, you know, we came out with a web portal so you could activate the insurance online. You could get a monthly policy, you get an annual policy. You could start adding all these features to the, to the policy. And basically the way that we were able to do that was by talking directly with drone pilots, right? Because there is a need for drone insurance. Today, we know that commercial operators a lot of times have to prove their insurance, um, and so kind of what we did was a little bit, it was kind of like backwards almost in the sense of like, let's develop our product based on what 
or the um, requirements in the industry. So basically what I started out doing was really just kind of marketing, getting the name out there, and then really talking face-to-face -face with with everyday clients, um, potential clients, to really understand what the needs are um, of the commercial um, industry. So, you know, simple things like having a certificate of insurance available instantaneously or adding a copilot, <clears throat> excuse me, adding a copilot to your policy, all these things that came out of conversations with pilots, with clients, um, and then basically taking that information and returning it back to our development teams so that we could really further um, enhance our product to serve uh, pilots properly. And today, um, I really think that we have, you know, managed to excel um, within what we're able to offer. Um, you know, if you look just on our portal or on our app, I mean, so much of the policy management for pilots is available um, individually. You're able to really go in and kind of modify your coverage and bind your policy based on what you need. Um, and, and yeah, I think that like for me working over the past two years, really what I've um, been doing is kind of being the uh, the messenger between the development team and the actual drone pilots um, to kind of understand where we where we need to meet. Uh, and also, of course, with that being said, I'm also a licensed broker. So I also am able to kind of help people understand what their policy entails, you know, what each coverage um, means, and then also speak with clients. You know, sometimes people don't understand what is being asked of them. They're like, get me this, you know, li liability limit or, or, you know, words that are only known in the insurance world. Um, and so I can also be a point of contact to kind of speak with the client and make sure that insurance is approved um, so that people can, you know, get to work on time. Yeah. And with the nature of the drone industry, myself being a commercial pilot, I've encountered a lot of situations that are very touch and go. So you'd mentioned earlier about getting that certificate of insurance. Uh, I mean, almost instantaneously when you sign up for, uh, you know, just an on the spot policy, or if you've got a long term policy where you're paying, you know, monthly or annually, whatever the case may be, you have that certificate of insurance almost immediately after, you know, cementing your policy. And that's super helpful, especially in our shoes because I can't tell you how many times I've had a client who in the past hasn't asked me for proof of insurance and maybe I didn't necessarily feel like it was totally necessary for that particular shoot and then all of a sudden they have a different location that does require insurance because there's a high level of liability and it's like well you know I do I do a on the spot policy not so much of a, a regular one so it, it's really nice to be able to have that coverage and then also have the proof of that coverage for your client almost immediately. It's super convenient. So that's that's something that Skywatch does just so well. And I can't say that I've really shopped around for insurance. I've always used Skywatch when it was necessary. So I, I don't know how other companies handle it, but I know that you guys do it really well. So I'll tell you what, we, um, for us, like having that proof of insurance is one of the most important things, right? Because um, of course, I want to believe that everyone's getting insurance because they they want to be safe and they want to have it. But a lot of times it's because it's obviously for our commercial use. Um, and in that case, having that proof of insurance immediately is so important. And um, it, so as soon as you bind a policy, you automatically get a, a COI to your email so you can download it. And one thing that we've even done kind of um, to take that one step further is we allow pilots to actually pre-book the policy. So let's say you have an operation coming up in two weeks, um, but you need to kind of get all your paperwork in line now and get everything, all your agreements in place. You can pre-book the policy and even then you'll get the COI you know, immediately. And then you'll have a COI that 
it says that the start dates are, are two weeks in advance, but you can rest assured that, you know, you're set and that you have all the paperwork that you need. Um, so that's something that's like really been upfront for us, um, important to be able to give that capability to give the paperwork on time. Um, and also an important thing about the certificate of insurance is that they also need to be modified, right? So um, if you have one monthly policy, but four different clients during that month, each one of them wants to see it. And each one of them, each one of those clients wants to be listed on the policy as well, right? So, you know, you need to have the capabilities to change that and get an updated version as it, as you need. Um, and that's also something that we've really invested a lot of time in making sure that we have that capability as well. Um, and definitely something that we offer today. Yeah. And before we move on to the, the next few questions I have for you too, I, I wanted to ask just curiosity, is it more common for pilots that use Skywatch to do like a flight by flight insurance policy? Or is it do you have a lot of pilots or an increasing number of pilots that are actually doing a more sort of like your auto insurance, you pay annually or monthly for, you know, continuous coverage over any operation that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So so before I go ahead and answer that, maybe I'll just do a quick run through of kind of what we offer. And then I can kind of explain like what case scenarios would be right for who and when. Sure. Um, so basically we offer three different types of policies by duration. So essentially you can get a policy that is, um, by the hour. So, you know, if you needed it just for one day of coverage, you know, up to eight hours, you could do so. And that's going to be, um, available only through our app, right? So you have to download the app and specify where it is that you're flying and get the policy active for that day, day and location. Um, we then also offer a monthly policy and an annual policy, and that's going to offer, um, coverage during the entire duration of the month or the year. And of course, this is a rolling year. So uh, rolling month and year. So like, let's say you start the policy on the fifth, you know, it'll renew on the fifth or um, whatever. It doesn't have to be like the, you know, first of the month. Um, all policies, so all three of those that I just mentioned, those all provide third party aviation liability for property damage, bodily injury, any damage that your drone causes to somebody else. Um, that's the foundation of the policy. Um, and then if you want on the monthly and the annual option, you can always add the physical coverage protection for the drone. So if the drone crashes and that needs to be replaced, you know, you have the ability to also add that onto your monthly or annual policy and get that damage um, replaced. So um, basically all of those options are, you know, great options. You're going to have the coverage that you need no matter which duration you take, but kind of what um, we recommend taking into consideration is, you know, Going for a flight-by-flight -flight, um, policy, maybe when you're just getting started or you're at the beginning and you don't necessarily know what your month is going to look like in terms of commercial operations, right? So you kind of just want to get the ball rolling and understand and you don't want to pay up front for a monthly premium. Um, that's a great option. Um, and also if you have the flexibility. So basically, as I mentioned, the hourly policies, they're dependent on location. So if you know for certain that you're flying in a given location, it's, a, you know, it's great to get that kind of policy, but sometimes plans change, time changes, location changes, and, and it can be a little bit less flexible. Of course, you can always you know, plan your flight and then if you need to cancel the policy, you will be refunded, but it's a little bit more time consuming and requires that each pilot spend the time to activate the policy, you know, physically through the app and everything. So, you know, if you, if time is, you know, on your side and you're not in a rush to get things in place, then that could also be a good time to go for the on-demand hourly. Mm -hmm. um, monthly policies, I would say, is when you have at least, let's say, if you have six or more flights in a month, 
whether they're recreational or commercial, um, a monthly option is probably going to be most suitable for you just because it doesn't require you to plan out your location. You're free to fly during the entire month. You know, you um, have one certificate of insurance that says like policy territory within the United States and the, the dates and times. And then you can really fly with peace of mind knowing that that insurance is always in place. And during that month, you can always modify your COI if you need to. So you can always get a new, you know, new certificate of insurance and you have a new project coming up. It's really just flexible. It gives pilots peace of mind um, for, for flying safely during the month. Um, and then the annual policy, I would say, is for anyone who, you know, knows that the year ahead has plenty of commercial jobs lined up and don't want to worry about insurance, just want to be covered at all times during the year, that's a great option. Um, another great advantage of the annual policy is that the hull premium rate, so if you want to add that physical damage coverage, is a little bit lower. So if you have multiple drones and you're flying all year, you know, it, it just sometimes makes more sense to take an annual policy because it's going to be significantly cheaper um, with the hull rates. Okay, um, and and that that you said something interesting there uh, in terms of the multiple drones. So, would an annual policy cover an entire fleet of drones, or would you have to get a, a policy per drone in that in that particular yeah. scenario? No, so that's a great question. So, all of our policies offer you as the pilot liability, no matter which drone you're using. So, let's say you have four different drones. And um, you know you don't know which one you're going to be operating that day. Your policy will cover you, and we don't ask to specify which drone is in use because we're covering you for third-party damage, right? Um, so you could have ten drones insured under one liability policy, essentially. But if anything were to happen to that drone and, and the only damage that resulted from the accident was that the drone is now a total loss, it won't be covered because you only have the liability portion. You would need to add that physical damage coverage. And with that, you can add as many drones onto your policy as you want. So if you have four drones, you want to list all four of them. That way, all of them are insured if anything happens, both in terms of third-party liability and damage to the drone. So it's really up to you um, and kind of what your needs are and what type of drone you're using, of course. Um, but the third-party liability is really the most essential um, aspect of the insurance, obviously, you know, because heaven forbid somebody else is hurt or um, some, you know, a property is damaged. That's really where um, the hardships kind of come in. And so that's why that's like the standard, um, that's the standard, standard portion. And then the physical damage is really just up to you to decide. Um, and of course, we understand that drone pilots also change their fleet off, uh, often. You know, you might like buy and exchange drones. You might start off with the Phantom and then add on equipment. So you always have the option to modify it. So even if you have a yearly policy with one drone listed and then six months in, you know, you sold that drone, you bought a new one, you do have the option to exchange the drones on your policy. You don't have to activate a new policy. Oh, see, that's very cool. And I know that uh, a lot of my commercial drone pilot friends that I talk to them about insurance every once in a while, and I ask them, you know, how do you handle it? Do you have annual, monthly? Who do you work with? And the the thing that scares most of them away from those longer commitment plans, like monthly or annually, Mm -hmm. is the price tag. So uh, right. they see it and they have two problems with, uh, with the price tag on average is one, am I exactly like you indicated, am I going to have enough jobs this month to be able to justify that cost? And two, how much am I covered for? What, what that belongs to me is covered? You know, what do I get if something does happen that will protect me? And right. I, I think that what Skywatch offers, it sort of justifies that cost. And not everybody offers as, as comprehensive as a package as you do, 
uh, with that hall insurance, uh, with that liability insurance for damage to other people's property or other persons. So it, it does make sense more so on, on your level when you look at that monthly and that annual cost per package. And if you don't mind my asking, yeah. uh, what are your current price tags for your, your very, I mean, I know that the flight by flight depends upon where you're at, what kind of airspace you're navigating and the liability involved, but for your monthly and your annual packages, what is the price tag on that currently? Yeah, absolutely. So it really, the basically when it comes to monthly and annual policies, the price is determined by the liability limit that you select. So if you go with a 1 million policy or 2 million, obviously the prices vary like that. Um, one month of liability coverage with us. Now, when I say one month, I mean all flights within that one month policy period, um, that's $62. Um, half a million is $42. Um, and then if you're talking about annual, so one year of liability, all flights, all drones, everything, that's 750 for the year at 1 million and $500 for half a million. Now, all of that's like the base rate, right? So that's like the simple liability coverage. Of course, anything that you want to add on to your policy. So, you know, hull coverage, or I don't know if you're flying indoors and you need indoor coverage, things like that, that's all going to increase the premium. Um, but with that being said, we also do offer discounts. Um, I can kind of touch upon that in just, you know, when we get to that point um, in the conversation, but we do have like a lot of different, we have two different discount offerings, which help. Um, and again, another thing that I think, you know, obviously price always plays um, a role in everything, but I think for um, that peace of mind to be able to fly commercially and know that, you know, if anything happens, um, yes, you will have to obviously deal with it and take precautions to, you know, make sure things are taken care of. But essentially you have somebody to really handle your claim, take care of, you know, payments and things like that. And that in and of itself is a huge resource. You know, if you find yourself in a situation where you have caused property damage and, you know, you need to now pay out this claim, that's additional work on your load um, of all your other commercial operations. And when you have this insurance in place and you can work with the claims adjuster and work with our team to make sure that, you know, you're being paid out for whatever damages and that you can get a new drone if you need to, that in and of itself is also worth a lot, I think. Um, and just an important, you know, added note. Um, but of course, uh, if anyone wants like a specific quote, um, we're able to generate quotes automatically on our portal. So, um, you know, everyone's always able to reach out to us to get an exact quote for what their premium would be. Okay. Yeah. And I, I guess uh, the other question I have is when you look at professional drone insurance, people that are flying commercially and the importance, uh, it's, it's pretty obvious why it would be important, but there are other options outside of the commercial insurance that might be enticing for some drone pilots that aren't familiar with the commercial drone insurance market. For instance, when I first started flying drones, uh, the first place I sought out an insurance plan, because again, I wasn't familiar with the market itself was State Farm. I, I went to State Farm and they were able to give me an insurance policy but that doesn't work quite the same way as what you folks offer. Do you have any information that you can share on the differences between what you offer and what a policy like State Farm would offer and why it's important to go with act, like actual drone aviation insurance up, as opposed to a policy from State Farm? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So um, I can't speak totally to State Farm's policy just because I'm not familiar with it. I haven't reviewed, obviously, the conditions and terms. So I don't want to say too much on, you know, what they're offering. Um, but what I do know, and this is obviously standard in all insurance, is like, you know, when you have a policy that is um, kind of a, 
combination package. So I don't know if you have, you know, your, your cars and your home is also insured on State Farm and then also your drones. You know, if you're going to file a claim for a drone accident, essentially your entire package premium will go up, right? Because that's the nature of how insurance works. So obviously, um, having a bundle package could be great in some situations, but it can also affect you long term on other um, lines of insurance. You know, so if you have a drone accident and ultimately are suffering the consequences on your car insurance after your home insurance, um, obviously that's going to be um, a huge setback. Um, a second thing that I want to say is that I'm not sure always um, the difference between commercial and recreational. So like, for example, Skywatch policy will cover you for recreational and commercial flights. And a lot of times some of the other companies who offer will only offer recreational. So like if you're a homeowner that's insured with State Farm, obviously, again, I don't know exactly State Farm's conditions, but um, you know, they might say like, oh, no problem. We're going to insure you for your drone use but only if it's like, you know, in the backyard and you're flying recreationally. If you're hired as a, as a um, commercial pilot for somebody else, I don't know if that's gonna be included. And it's important that you work with a broker or you look in your policy to understand that before you accept a job offer. Um, and so those are, you know, two big reasons. And the third reason being, going back to kind of what I started out saying is that, yes, Skywatch is an insurance company, but we really put our focus on the drone industry. So really what we do is like work to better our insurance and our service that it caters to the needs of drone pilots. So if you have a job coming up and you know, you are like, I don't understand any of these requirements. I don't understand what they need from me. And you pick up the phone and you call one of our support agents, they'll finish your, the sentences for you. You know, like this is really what we do. We work with drone pilots all over the United States to make sure that commercial jobs are approved and are ready to go. And we have a very, very um, strong understanding of what is needed from commercial drone operators that we're able to cut down the process for you significantly, right? Because if you come to us with a certain request, we already have the capabilities to handle it. We have, you know, the endorsements needed, the language required. We understand exactly that, um, those requests, because that's what we're dealing with. We're catering specifically to drone pilots. And I think that that gives us a leg up on other companies who, you know, are working in lines of insurance everywhere and are, you know, kind of um, less flexible than we are, I would say, in the sense of, you know, protocol. And they, they have like the one way that they do it. And if it's not familiar, you know, it's out of their um, their reach. And and we, we really aren't like that. You know, I, I can really vouch and say that when I started in 2019, half of the things that we do today weren't there, not because um, we didn't want to, but just because the, the underst understanding the need wasn't there yet. And that's really what we've done over the past two years is like really invest in understanding what the needs are so our service aligns with that. Um, and I think that that gives a lot of flexibility to drone pilots who, ne who need you know, to ask their drone insurance related questions that they can come to us and you know, not have to worry that we're going to have to refer them elsewhere because we deal with a different uh, line of insurance. Sure. Uh, and sure. I think that's really the, the biggest value. Absolutely. And uh, just before we move on, because actually you made uh, a statement that I, I'd like to bridge off of with, an, with my, another question. But before we do that, can you take us through the process? I, because I think a lot of people are familiar with how 
to file an insurance claim. I mean, we've all been in a fender bender or most of us have anyway. So we're familiar with how the insurance process works, but it is, it, it is scaled a little bit differently in a drone scenario, drone related scenario. So can you tell us, uh, let's say I'm out in a field and or not out in a field, I'm, I'm flying in Lancaster city and I accidentally put my drone through a window and I call, I call you guys and I say, Hey, I had an accident. I was insured with you folks. You know, what happens now? Can you walk us through that process? Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to. So um, first of all, we have really digitalized everything. So of course you can call us and we'll be happy to, you know, help walk you through, but just by logging into your Skywatch account, there's a, an online claims portal. And basically what you'll do is you'll just, you know, whether you're on your phone, you need to do it immediately or whether you've gotten home and, you know, need to log in and do that. You'll basically be asked to submit all your details online so that you can kind of generate a report. Right. So um, the types of questions that are asked are obviously, you know, given the location, what happened, the damages that were involved, uh, the, the people that were there that witnessed the event, um, just really gather all those details. So, of course, going back to like the, the scene where the accident happened, you know, whether that means taking pictures um, or getting numbers of witnesses who were on scene and saw the damage happen, that is also helpful and useful, um, making sure you have all that and then also, you're going to need to ask, you're going to need to upload a copy of your, um, your FAA Part 107 certificate. So if, if you were flying commercially, of course, we're going to want to see a copy of that. Um, and then all of this information can just be submitted directly online. We get a, a report and we're very quickly able to generate that back to our underwriter to get the claim process and underway. Now, one really, really important part about filing a claim um, with us is that we also ask for um, the flight log. So basically, um, we want to just kind of see what to see like what happened that caused the flight to, that caused the drone to cause this damage. You know, was the flight did the flight actually take place when the claim was submitted? Things like that. Um, and you know, I'm sure you know, getting a flight log from a drone today is fairly a fairly easy process. You know, no matter which drone app you're using or whatever drone you're using, it's pretty easy to access that. Um, so of course we recommend, you know, if you're not able to, or if, you know, heaven forbid something happened and you're not able to get that, of course you can still go ahead and file the claim, but this is something that is always going to be followed up and asked for. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it is important for pilots to know. And, and I think even not with regards to claims, I think it's important for pilots to know, to look at their logs and, you know, record them and, and watch them from time to time and understand, you know, things that happen. So I always think it's important for people to have access to their flight logs and especially in, a, in an event of a claim, to know that you will be asked to submit the specific flight log um, of when the accident took place. Mm -hmm. um, and then for my, so I of course directly am not part of the claims team. So um, I'm just speaking like from experience and from what I, from what I know, um, the more information that's provided, um, the faster and the easier the process goes. So like if we have a pilot who files a claim and immediately in the claim submission, puts in the flight log, puts in his his or her FAA um, Part 107 certificate, you know, puts in all the details. Maybe there was pictures or there was a witness on scene and puts all that detail in. Um, the claim can be paid out within that week, essentially. And, you know, the, the pilot can go out and get a new drone or, or have his drone, his or her drone repaired and be flying within a matter of days after filing the claim. So um, I do think that obviously, you know, it's super important for us to 
play a part in making sure that the claims mission goes smoothly. But when it's a two-way street and when the pilot um, actually brings in all the details in advance, that's really what makes the most efficient process. So um, definitely to keep in mind to have all your belongings. You know, sometimes people, um, they don't have their drone registration number or they lost it or, you know, and now they have to file a claim. And just having all of your um, ducks in a row before a claim happens and making sure that you're organized in the event of a claim is what's going to make it much easier if you actually do have to file a claim at any point. No, what's the what's the craziest claim that you guys have ever gotten? Uh, do you do you have any examples yeah. you can share? <laughs> so I I myself um, don't review the claims so much. I'm more kind of like the the mediator. You know, if somebody has to file a claim, I'll kind of direct them on how to do it, and I'll help modify their uh, fleet afterwards. So you know, if their drone crashes, they need to take it off the policy, and now they need to add a new one. That's kind of where I step in. Mm. Um, but I I know that our claims team has really seen it all um, from property damage and bodily injury to drone, uh, you know, destruction, like even um, having a car roll over a drone in the driveway, we've seen that happen too. Um, I really don't think that there's um, a limit to the, you know, wildest things that they've seen. <laughs> now, that, that's, I guess that segues into another question. This one's a, a little bit more uh, serious and to the point. Uh, let's say I'm flying my drone over the ocean. Uh, there, there are a lot of insurance policies, both drone specific and general, that would require me to have some remnant of the drone present so that I can say, look what happened to my drone with, with Skywatch. Let's say I'm, I'm doing a nice commercial shoot for a client over the ocean and my drone just dies out and falls in. Do I have, is there anything aside from the flight log that I have to provide to prove to you that, Hey, I, I lost this in the ocean or how does that work? Yeah, no. So that's a, that's a great point. And that goes right back to my flight log. Um, you know, the story, basically that's exactly what we require because we will ensure you and we will replace the drone if it fell into the water and it's non-retrievable. Mm -hmm. uh, the same is for like a flyaway. You know, if your drone um, disappears and you can't get it not in the water, um, it's still considered insured under our hull coverage. But we will ask to see a flight log and that shouldn't be an issue because, you know, assuming the drone fell into water, your controller or your phone has access to the flight log still. Um, so that's kind of what makes it easy for us to say like, we'll still ensure it, just show us, you know, what happened, when it took place, this drone really did disappear. We see it in the flight logs. Um, so, so yeah, we don't like disqualify, you know, uh, a non-retrievable drone. Okay. Gotcha. That's, that's good to know because I do have friends that have flown, uh, that live near the beach and mm -hmm. they talk about how afraid they are to lose their drone in the water. Not so much because it's something they can't afford or that they don't have covered, but they're worried right. about the headache that comes with explaining that to an insurance company or to their, their drone manufacturer when they go to get a replacement or to get financing for a replacement. Absolutely. And, and, you know, unfortunately flying over water is often does oftentimes result in a, in a, in a crash, you know, or in a, in a loss. So definitely understand the concern there. Um, but again, because it is something that we have seen and it's become something that we, we have dealt with, you know, once we have that flight log and we're able to get all your other information, like your pilot details. And, you know, one time I actually, not speaking of stories, that does remind me, I had um, somebody who had that happen where the drone was, you know, not, was he wasn't able to get the drone back. Um, and he happened to have his lawyer who, or one of his friends who's a lawyer was like with them. It was like, they were flying like, you know, on their back, they were standing on the back of the house over the water or whatever. And um, his friend happened to be a lawyer and signed an affidavit 
you know, saying I was with um, so-and-so at this time um, and basically, you know, testifying that this happened. So we have the steps to take and we, we don't, you know, we're not going to say, no, we're not um, going to ensure that because you don't have the drone anymore. Um, but again, it just goes to show that when you have the details, when you have a witness in place or when you have the flight log, everything is taken care of sooner. Oh, absolutely. That flight log, it, I, you emphasized it great. And I couldn't emphasize it enough how important it is to keep track of those files because they, they truly do, whether it's insurance related or not, help you out in so many situations when it comes to proving something related to your flight or your drone. Um, I do want to go back a couple steps. We talked a little bit about uh, how you've developed as a company and the services that you offer and how it's not necessarily the same as when you started even back in 2019. We're looking at a future, and I'm willing to bet that in the next two years, maybe three years, we're going to see drone delivery on a much, much larger scale than where it is right now, which is very much in a beta stage. How is Skywatch preparing to scale that? Because I know that as these companies, both bigger ones like UPS and FedEx and smaller delivery companies that are going to tap into this technology to make deliveries, they're going to need very specific types of services from an insurance company because they're going to have a very high level of liability overall. Is there anything Skywatch is doing to get ready for that, that increase in scale? Um, yeah, so I would say, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's like something that we're, you know, working on in depth right now to scale for those particular operations. We are working, you know, to scale in terms of all operations. Um, but really, the another thing that I think is really great about our coverage is that our policies are already so comprehensive that, you know, whether you're an individual pilot or whether you are a company with, you know, multiple drone pilots, you can all get the same type of policy, right? So our policy can be adapted to whoever is using it. Obviously, if somebody is flying, um, like, let's say there's a, an, a pilot, a company that has, you know, like a bunch of different pilots with a bunch of different drones and a bunch of different operations happening everywhere, you know, we can take out multiple policies and then there's like multiple coverages in place for essentially the same coverage, uh, the same company, excuse me. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do with our current offerings to adapt them to other people's needs. And I think that's kind of what's important to mention here. So like, for example, with like smaller scale deliveries right now, you know, there's like individual operators who get kind of the kit and then go off and do their own thing through a third party. Um, so right now we'll, uh, we'll, um, provide insurance for all of those people individually. Um, but we can also do a lot of other things. So if a company wants to come to us and get a policy and list all of their pilots and other policy, we're also able to do that. Um, and I think that really goes back to like the whole, um, talking with our pilots and kind of understanding the needs because we work with, um, an underwriter, obviously we have a place to kind of take these requests as they come and work quickly on our feet to, adapt to the current situation or the current requirements. Um, so yeah, I don't have an answer for you on like what we're going to do or how it's going to look, but we have the skills and the abilities to kind of take it as it comes and make sure that we match our policies to what's required. Um, and it really is a matter, I think that as, so right now, you know, you can go online to Skywatch and activate a policy. You don't need a broker, you don't need anyone, you're able to do it by yourself. I think that when it comes to a more complex operation and where we're talking about big companies with big operations and a lot of liability, um, that, you know, digital aspect is great, but it's, you know, there's no replacement for human interaction and talking to a broker. And I think that that's going to be key. And that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, State Farm or other companies that have all different lines of insurance 
they might not have a dedicated drone specialist, whereas that's what we do have. So you will want to talk to a broker. You'll want to talk to someone who knows what's going on and what the industry standard is. And that's what, what we're dedicated to doing. So when that issue arises, you know, you come to us with your request or whatever the need be, and we'll have the solution for it. That's excellent. That's awesome. And I guess on that same note, and I don't know how much you can talk about this. I know that especially when it comes to uh, companies that are in the, the the virtual retail world, and I don't want to necessarily say you're retail, that's not true, but uh, companies that have virtual products and they have products they have to develop through an app or whatever the case may be, keep these close to the chest. But what is it that you guys are working on right now? I mean, are you working on expanding any interesting services that drone pilots get excited about uh, that might make the process more streamlined, not that it's not already streamlined, or that might add features to your app that go outside of just drone insurance? You know, I see a lot of these non-flight uh, specific apps that, you know, the before you, well, not the before you flies, the UAV forecasts of the world that are telling you what the weather conditions, they're now implementing maps that tell you about the airspace around you. Is that something that you work on? Or do you have any examples of something like that you might be working on? Yeah. So, so right now our app does already have, it's integrated with like, um, I believe it's dark sky is what it's mm -hmm. called. Um, and Google maps, obviously. So it is already integrated with, you know, um, and like having, um, the risks that come up, you know, that's all already like, um, developed essentially what I what I can say so when we first came out with our uh, so the first thing that we had was the app right and then we took it online to like a web portal and when we started I mean it was super basic right you could basically all you could do is activate the policy and once you activated it that was it <laughs> you activated it everything else had to be done through customer support um, and in the past year what we did was like not only transform the user experience but open up all these capabilities so adding additional insurance on your own, turning off auto renew, adding a drone. I mean, all these things were added onto the capabilities. So now you can find the policy and do so much more. Um, but we didn't develop our app in the same way. So like basically now the web portal has all these features and the app does too, but the user experience isn't as good um, because it's just not up to date. I mean, it's good in the sense that it's all there, but you know, it's still, there's a little bit of confusion or maybe it's not as popular as the web is and um, one of the things that we're working on now is redesigning the whole user experience on the app. So that's going to be released. I don't know exactly when, but it's definitely in the works. Um, just to kind of make for a more friendly, you know, mobile experience um, and take all the features that we already do have and just make it more, uh, you know, streamlined and seamless. Um, and another thing that we do. Um, we recently, um, it's also not so advanced as like, you know, Skywatch drone insurance, but we also started working with um, pilots of manned aircraft as well to sell aviation policies for not, you know, a lot of times um, people who operate drones are former pilots or vice versa. So um, it's a lot of the, the same language, a lot of the same um, policy types, you know, like aviation liability in general, um, with the hull coverage and everything like that. So we also have been starting to work with um, private pilots as well to get them general aircraft insurance. Um, and hopefully, um, you know, sometime soon, we'll have some sort of like streamlined process the same way that we do with Skywatch drone insurance. But essentially, the, the thought is that, you know, you can kind of have a one-stop aviation insurance shop. So if you have both a private plane and a drone, um, you can talk to us and get both your policies, you know, and have one place to one place to do all of your aviation 
policy modifications. That's excellent. And I, you, one place is, I think, what a lot of drone pilots look for. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what somebody like myself is looking for. And I, I think I echo the sentiment for a lot of other people. I would love to see in the future an app like Skywatch that offers me the insurance protection uh, that I need per flight or on a monthly or annual basis, whatever's right for me. But I'd also really like it if I could get any kind of uh, clearances that I need for, you know, my flight. And I know that there's a lot of hoops that go into, you know, that you have to jump through to get into that. But being able to get LANC authorization and my insurance all in one spot would make things just so much easier because it's it seems uh, stupid that I would, you know, be frustrated by this, but nothing's more frustrating than trying to keep all of my apps straight, going to Skywatch, getting my insurance, but then having to get out of Skywatch to go somewhere like uh, um, before you fly to get my LANC or to going to Kitty Hawk to get my LANC or vice versa. You can mix that scenario up any way you want. Um, it would be really, really cool to see that all-inclusive app. And I've, I've viewed your apps that are your maps that tell you the story about the liability that is involved with flying in a certain area. Right. Has there been any looking into actually integrating a, like a LANC system into that? Or is, is that not something you've explored quite yet? Uh, no, so it definitely is something that's explored, and I, and I don't know too well on the topic. Like I'm not too knowledgeable on this topic, so I don't want to, you know, mis mislead anyone sure. um, about that. But it's definitely something that's been talked about, and I know that people who do have like that approval have been able to activate policies with us. Um, I do want to say though that for those situations, like this, kind of brings me back to what we talked about at the beginning about like when is the right policy right for you? You know what I mean? Um, because when you have a monthly policy you're not asked to specify where it is that you're flying. You have just full coverage. And that way, you know, you don't even need to go into the Skywatch app. You have your policy document, you have your COI, um, and anything that you need, any other approvals, it's, you know, taken care of on our end. We don't require, we don't require you to take any additional steps. Um, and that's like a really good solution. Like a lot of times, you know, I'll have a, a pilot will tell me, um, that they have, they're flying tomorrow a really important like mission and it's in a controlled airspace, you know, that they can't activate a policy. Well, if you get a monthly policy, you don't have that concern, right? Because that policy takes into consideration that you have the authorization to fly in that restricted airspace, right? We know that you're not just going to go to like some, you know, place and, and fly, um, if you don't have the authorization to do that, and that's why we're willing to give you a certificate of insurance that says anytime and anywhere in the United States. Um, so that's also like something to take into consideration. If you know that you have like a month that you're coming up with a lot of different like bureaucratic steps and you're gonna have to get this approval and that approval, maybe getting a monthly policy just for that monthly period could be helpful. And then you can always go back to hourly after that month ends. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's super helpful to know what your outlook is and how you, you know, how you see it and how, what you recommend for pilots, because I think, again, it sort of goes back to a, a point that we talked about earlier, a lot of first time commercial pilots and first time recreational pilots too. I don't want to leave them out of this conversation. Don't understand a, the importance of having an insurance policy on your drone, because it just seems like, yeah, I spent a lot of money on this, but 
is it something that I would necessarily need insurance for? And I think that a lot of people try to cut those corners. So that's the first point. But I think the second point is that they, they look at those price tags and they don't think about all of the business side of things when it comes to how you price your drone work and then factoring in the cost of a monthly insurance membership, not just because of the, the price tag on it, but also the benefit it brings you when you do have something that's monthly or annually, it takes the headache away, like you said, of having to open the app every time you want to fly to get an on-the-spot insurance policy. You have that cleared. You don't have to worry about proof of authorization in a particular type of airspace. That's you know, just assumed at that point. So it, I think it's cool that your, your company is very open about your recommendations for a pilot, how they should be flying with your insurance and you know what makes sense for them based upon the capacity that they're willing to work or able to work as a commercial pilot. Totally, and I think that really, I remember one time, um, I was talking with one of my, you know, coworkers and it was like, they were saying, you know, what is it that we sell, right? What is it that Skywatch sells? And the obvious answer is insurance, but realistically what we sell is peace of mind and it sounds cliche, but you know, if you need to get your approvals and you need to do this and you need to do that, take insurance out of the question, like get your month policy, get your certificate of insurance and, and close that deal. You know, don't let insurance be any more complicated or don't let that, delay you from being able to get other authorizations because obviously I have no control over, you know, what other drone related com drone companies are doing. But what I can offer you is to get your, your insurance, you know, uh, done. And that way you can focus on everything else and you don't have to look back on insurance. And I think that's, what's important is that, you know, like insurance shouldn't be anything that holds you up. Yes, obviously the price is a factor and I understand that completely, of course, but you know, you are paying for more than just the light. You're getting liability, but you're also paying for like having that one extra thing checked off your checklist. Um, that's going to make your life a lot easier when you actually need to take care of other responsibilities. Oh, absolutely. And I, I caution any, any drone pilots that would be watching or listening to this on Spotify, I, I would caution you because I know that the price tag is, is a big thing. And it's not, uh, it's not abundantly expensive, first off. It, it's not anything that's going to break the piggy bank per se. But if you are hesitant about those price tags, a great analogy that I use is when you break a propeller on your drone, you don't continue flying with that broken propeller because what would have cost you $10, $12 to replace that propeller, it could cost you a lot more if you try to cut corners on those costs and save on those upfront expenditures. A lot of the times when you invest that sh that little amount of money upfront, you mm -hmm. get a big payoff in the long term. So, uh, you know, definitely by no means am I saying that the price tag isn't worth it or for any drone insurance or any type of insurance, whether it's drone or something else, it, it just gives you that peace of mind exactly like you said, moving forward that if something catastrophic happens, I'm going to be covered and those expenses won't come out of pocket. Exactly. And then one other thing I do want to say about, about this is that obviously with an annual policy, yeah, you pay for, you know, up, up front the entire year. Mm -hmm. But with our monthly policies, you know, it's not a subscription. We don't require you to sign off for three months. Mm -hmm. So if you need that one month coverage and it's just one month expense, um, you know, you don't have to worry about like, this is a reoccurring expense. If you only need it for one that one month and then you want to go back to the hourly option, you always have that ability. It's 30 days, you know, and then you don't, you're not charged anymore if you opt out of it. So there's never any sort of like long-term subscription. You can totally go for a one month policy and then be done with it if that's what you need to do. See, that's cool. And flexibility is always key when you're dealing with the commercial drone industry, because I, like I said, everything is so touch and go most of the time when it comes to 
cooperating with the weather, the client's needs, you know, what your drone's capable of, all of those things come into play and it makes things very liquid. So having an insurance company that can be fluid with us is super, super helpful. Uh, Yuval, I have one more question for you. We talked a little bit at the beginning before we started the recording. Uh, you said you don't fly drones, but it, I mean, have you, do you have any interest in flying drones? Is that something that you want to do or explore? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, um, as I mentioned, you know, even before I started working at Skywatch, I had never worked in insurance either. And working with drone pilots and like understanding, you know, the importance of insurance, I went and became a licensed broker and everything. So I really think that working at Skywatch has like, um, built my interest in so many things. Um, and I always have the next thing I would want to do is to go actually and become, you know, part 107 certified because that's the next thing. Um, we do have a number of drones at the office. So obviously, I mean, now obviously we're not, I'm not working at the office, but you know, when we did, we always, um, would have kind of like company gatherings and go out and understand, you know, how to fly and how to operate. Um, and definitely something that, you know, I've always, uh, been interested in. Um, I just, you know, right at this moment, it's not something that um, I see happening soon. Um, but I think that, I think for me, working with so many drone pilots, that's kind of where I get my, you know, drone fix. <laughs> so like I hear about all the new equipment or I hear about the new drones that come out and I hear about, you know, the, the things that drone pilots are doing. Like one of my favorite things about um, work is like really knowing where all of our policies are being used. So, you know, I'll have a client who's working on this operation or this operation and, you know, knowing what drones are being used for in the United States is really remarkable. Um, and that's really one of my favorite parts is knowing where, you know, how, how drones are being, how are benefiting and how people are incorporating them into their workflows. Um, that's really been like, what's so interesting to me. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, obviously I would love to one, one day purchase my own drone, but for now it's, um, I'm strictly on the insurance side. I recommend it for anybody. I'm sort of like Joe Rogan on his podcast tells everybody they need to do jujitsu. I tell everybody they need to go out and buy a drone. Uh, I, I think that it's just such an interesting technology that everybody can come to appreciate at some level. So whenever you're ready, you know, feel free to email me and I'll be happy to steer you in the right direction. I'm sure you've got a lot of input from people you work with though too. I think that's what's so funny is that I'm like, if anything, I have to, I have all these people now that I'm in touch with who have great experience and are such a good resource, you know, so I just need to go out and do it, but, um, we'll see. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously yeah. I, will make, I will make it known when that day comes. Well, yeah, please do, because I'm, I'm more than happy to help. But we talked with Yuval Caspi from Skywatch, a little bit about their insurance. If you need any more information about Skywatch, how you can start using Skywatch, Yuval, would you mind telling us a website or where they can find you guys at? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is just skywatch.ai. Um, and then if you ever want to get in touch with our support team, the email is support at skywatch.ai. And they're very responsive. They'll always get back to you, um, answer any questions. Our phone number can be found on the website. So if you just log into the website, you can always call to, um, yeah. Excellent. And, and we're also on social media, of course. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on Instagram and everything. Absolutely. So, hey, thank you so much for your time, Yuval. It's been an awesome conversation. I hope to have you on again. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for inviting me. I enjoyed this a lot. All right, guys. Hey, until next time, this is Chris, the Drone Geek, and I am out of here. See you later.